Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Situation Room. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Situation Room. Not a good feeling day here if you're a Ravens fan overall. And I think this is a good temperature for uh, what our new podcast format is going to be like. I'm here with my co-host. He's Gabe Ferguson. Um, you can find him on Twitter at Gabe Fergie. I'm Jordan Coe. I'm at Raven Sit Room. And uh, we are here trying to give our initial reactions to some of these games right out of the gate. Give you a quick kind of 20-minute hitter about what we're thinking about what this Ravens team looks like overall. Um, and then to go back on it and take a look at it later to see if our uh, our emotions and our reactions to the game immediately are, are the ones that they have. So we'd love to hear your responses. We'd love to hear your hot takes too. But uh, Gabe, I'm not even going to give you a chance to get in here. I'm just going to come hot right out of the gate here. And um, to me, this game is a thousand percent on the coaching. Um, it's just uh, I, I, it's unfathomable to me how many decisions were made in this game. Um, at every facet of the game, the time management. Uh, special teams calls, offensive play calls, defensive play calls, the whole thing consistently just unimaginable decision-making in in this process throughout the balance of this entire game. Um, And it was almost like they were unaware of what was happening in the game, what was going on overall. Um, Look, we'll start with the Zay Flowers fair catch and and on that play. And after the game, Harbaugh said, oh, we didn't know they added extra time to the clock, right? That's one of those situations where – the Ravens have to take a timeout in that circumstance. When they know that the call to the player in on the field is to tell him to take a disadvantaged play, it's to take a timeout. Because the Ravens did that later on that drive. When the Colts still had the ball, they took a timeout for the same reason, right? When they were on defense, they took a timeout. It's not worth saving those timeouts. You've got to – that was the difference between a minute and probably 30 to a minute 20 to a minute 30 seconds on the clock. It's it's the fundamental reason why the Ravens lost this game. And I get it. Like, like you could take all these different pieces together. You can add all these different parts up and say, hey, if we perform here, we perform here, if we perform here. But the Ravens were up by three with two minutes and three seconds left on the clock, and they made a colossal mistake at a coaching level of what they told a player to do, and they didn't fix the plan. They didn't fix the mistake that they made. It's the exact same thing that Notre Dame did. It's worth the timeout. It's worth five yards. Harbaugh should have run onto the freaking field and stopped the play. He should have taken an, a, a penalty, an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. It doesn't matter what they did in that circumstance. It was completely unacceptable to go into that play knowing that you told Zay Flowers to take that fair catch and to let him do it anyway, even though when you found out you were on the other side of the two-minute warning just unacceptable yeah i mean I, I completely agree like that that's a that's a critical mistake that you're literally giving the other team 35 seconds um because you you have the chance to completely run the clock down after, after the two-minute warning 
and then you're you, you're basically gave your you know you took you took off the table. So um, you know that play, and I mean the the other issue was obviously they, they lost thirty five seconds when they had that penalty block in the back, which was I mean you you should keep t- tell your team you don't don't have any penalties when you're trying to run the clock down. Like you need to play clean football there because that's like a another way to stop the clock, right? It's basically giving them a timeout. It's, it's, it's really fucking obnoxious. I'm sorry for the language. Sorry. Um, it's just really bad to like, just not be like coaching your team to give your players aware of the situation. Um, and like when you have an opportunity, so I, I saw some people on Twitter saying like the clock showed like 158 and then it went back to 203. Like, I mean, that may have been what happened and there might've been confusion, but as soon as you recognize what's going on there, like you said, take that time out, save that, you know, potential, you know, massive mistake from, from allowing it to happen because it, it's just, just unexcusable to let that kind of thing happen. And, and you were, you getting the ball back with two minutes left. That should have been the game right there. You're up three. That should have been the game. There's no way that you should have lost that game at that point. It's just complete and utter mismanagement. So I, I'm, I'm with you on that. You know, I think there were some other places, you know, we can talk about like the play calling on offense. Um, there's some like ultra conservative play calling, you know, after, you know, they got their ball back in overtime. Um, Devin DuVernay had a fantastic return to get the ball back in plus territory. You're in the other side of the football field and you go, you're about what the 45 yard line and you go, run runs basically the same play call up the middle and you gain like five yards and then you're 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 in a terrible position because you 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 have to you know try and get that third down you can't if you, if you don't get it then they end up having to punt the ball because they weren't close enough to even get the field goal at that point like i that's that felt like it was super conservative play calling to do that like you get a first down there and the game's over but they just they just tried to like we're gonna like play it very safe we're gonna you know they do the same thing when they were backed up on their own like what was it inside the 10 earlier in the game? And they just, they just went super conservative um, run, run, run. And then like you had like a third and long. And and that's when I think, you know, Lamar had a, a bad snap. I think that was the bad snap where, where they didn't, or they didn't convert on a third down for some reason there. Like these are just like really bad, like situational play calling that I thought we were past, but I, I guess, you know, at this point we're not. And it's, it's really a, a, a tough, like, thing to think about because and maybe maybe this just comes from Harbaugh. i mean it's just like the head coaching thing like the like the, the desire to go back to that very conservative spot like in big big moments um i think you know really hurt them in this place and you know it but it's wild where they pick and choose where to be conservative because my biggest objection to this game look the fair catch was just awful coaching that 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 is just to me that one's unforgivable like like you and i were talking about this during the game and if it was one of those things where they told zay flowers not to take the fair catch and he did it because things happened around him that's the only excusable moment where you're just like we felt like i was going to turn the ball over and i couldn't allow that to happen that's one reason to do it right but like unacceptable but to me, the bigger problem was them going for it. And I know that Zay Flowers was interfered with on that last play. But, like, even outside of that, if you don't convert there, the Colts are basically going to win. And on every single drive in the second half, except for one, the Colts gained 15 yards. So that means that – I'm going to count them here. We're talking about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven possessions that the Colts had where they gained more 15 yards or more in the second half, right? So what that tells me is that if – 
we turn it over here, we're going to lose the game. That they're going to be in a position to kick a field goal. Gay has already hit the big field goals in this game that we either have to convert here or we're going to lose. And we're not in a third and one. We're not in a fourth and one, fourth and inches. It's not a, it's not a purely optimal play call and you're leaving too many things to chance. You punt the ball there. At the same time as the Colts had more than 15 yards on those plays, the number of play, the number of drives that the Colts had more than 40 yards was one. Okay, so you take those two things into consideration and you say they've gained more than 15 yards on almost every drive, but they've never gained more than 40 yards except for one. That is very, very easy decision to say, let's punt the ball here. Let's play for the tie. If we can get the stop and we have time back, then maybe we have a chance to win this game. But like, let's not take the loss here based on everything that we've been seeing that's been happening on the field. That I, I just couldn't believe it. I, so I, I disagree about that one because I, I think you want the mentality to play play for the win there. You're fourth in the And don't three, run the ball with Melvin Gordon on second I, yeah, and seven. Yeah, so I agree. I think I, the I, play calling is ways. bad. You don't get a both no, ways. I, I mean, I can disagree with the play calling and agree with the the – call to go for it there because i think you want to win the game there like you 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 need to get a first down you get a first down there you basically win for, i mean they obviously didn't convert and then and the colts were able to win because of that but like i'm i'm totally on board with you know making that call you know go we just paid our quarterback 50 million dollars a year go make a play for us when we need it and like it just didn't work out like it was a bad well, call the, last, the refs didn't but, make but it's it's but, i think that that's a position where you can win the game with that play, and they just didn't do it. So I, I don't five, hate that. The last five drives of this game, the Ravens gained 24, 3, 32, 4, and 7 yards. The Ravens weren't moving the ball. There was no guarantee that even if Zay Flowers gets that conversion on that penalty, that the Ravens were going to move the ball another yard from there forward. They, they, they well, I mean, if, if they converted that, though, they were basically in field goal range at that point. It was like getting it to like the 40-yard line. Like, they needed – Basically, like a 57 yard kick. I, I mean, I, like, I, I trust like, Justin to, to make that. I don't, I don't trust him to make a 62 yarder. I trust him to make like, you know, a, 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 a 58 yarder or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's a little bit of a difference, but like, I don't, I, anyway, I, I don't hate that. You do. Like, I understand it. Like, I, I don't like playing for a tie, that mentality. I think you, you have a chance to win the game. You go for just, it. And you're right. The offense hadn't been great, but like, like, just, it seemed like in that moment that was the correct call. So my my ire my ire is that you don't get it both ways. If you're going to be aggressive, be aggressive. If you're going to be weak, be weak. So if you're going to run it on second seven, second and seven, punt it on fourth and four. Right? Like if you're gonna if you're gonna actually try and pick it up on second and seven, then I'm I'm good with it when you're going for it on fourth and four. But if you're gonna, it, it, you you don't get it both ways. I, I think that they they go hand in hand. If you want to be aggressive, you've got to be aggressive all game long. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I think the play calling definitely wasn't aggressive enough. They like in terms of just like the what the decisions were on offense in terms of run running and passing the ball like in critical positions. I think that was bad. We need to move on to our next hot take. And for me, it's it's just this is a game where it's clearly evident that you can't make the kind of mistakes that you make and still expect to win. Like this is like you. I mean, the Ravens are a talented team. They're missing a lot of players. This is like the mess around find out game because they kept making mistakes over and over and over again from like turnovers to like we talked about the clock management. We talked about play calls. We talked about, you know, just like bad, you know, on field like the like execution. Like those are the kind of things that you can't continue to to uh, come back from. And, and you know, the Colts did not have a great game. Like they they made five field goals. That was the, that was how they, they won. They scored 22 points with five field goals and one touchdown. The Ravens defense, I thought, played very well in this game. Like they were holding them, you know, they, they were not letting the Colts get like extended drives throughout the entire time. You, you said like it was like short drives. If they had a good field position, that's how they were able to get a field goal. 
the Ravens defense let them they should have they should have won the game based off the Ravens defensive play. The offense had far too many mistakes. Two two turnovers, three and outs, three and outs, three and outs. Like there were some bad punts. Like we talked about the 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 fair catch. That was a terrible like mistake, whether that's on the coaches, whether that's on the player. Like you can't just keep making those mistakes and expect to win. That's that's the bottom line. And and like the- support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This was a game that they should have won. They clearly should have won, but they didn't because they, they just kept shooting themselves in the foot. Where is the killer instinct on this team? It is completely non-existent. There were there were several times in this game, and I, you know, one of them is like the Kenyon Drake fumble. Um, obviously, like that that was a huge influence on this game, right? You know, that's points off the board. Potentially another seven points off the board. Momentum in its entirety. There were drives where the Ravens were moving the ball. Um, and it felt like they just made decisions about what they wanted to try and do that were that were antithetical to what was working and what was on the field in front of them. But like, you know, 
the way the NFL has evolved, and maybe the Ravens are just trying to get too smart for themselves. It's like when something is working, stick with it, right? And until the other team makes the adjustment and beats themselves on that, when when you had these quick three, five, seven-step drops where Lamar had one look, and then if it wasn't there, he was running, right? That was working. That worked all game long. And it vanished from the second half, of the fourth quarter, and on in this game. Um, and it's like one of those things where like make teams either make the adjustment to stop it and beat the adjustment or stick with it. It just, I, I agree with you. The, the Ravens got way too cute and then they got way too conservative. And if that's the way that you're going to play these games, you're not going to be able to move them forward. Yeah. It's, it's just like the, um, I felt, I felt like maybe, you know, maybe this would be my second hot take. I'll, I'll let you go first, but like, they just, they just feel like they didn't have the the correct, like, solution to like the, the situation they were given like time and time again in, in this game um and you know it seemed like maybe in previous weeks you know, they had that right that right play call or that right execution it wasn't there this week for whatever reason so i'll, I'll let you get to your second one yeah i mean my second hot take is this, this special teams unit has got to get it the heck cleaned up you know and we saw some good we saw a couple good special teams plays you mentioned one of them earlier where duvernay duvernay had the big return um and that should have been that should have been the game breaker i mean that and the safety between the two of those two plays um those should have been game winning plays but the ravens allowed way too many returns in this game um and those were plays where like I, you know jordan stout had kicked it beyond his coverage, but I would not say that he outkicked his coverage, right? Like those are plays where the guys are like, you should be able to get up the field. You should be able to make tackles. South had some tremendous kicks in this game. Like they're individual unique performances that have been good, but collectively as a unit, this does not look like the typical Ravens team. Um, I know you mentioned to me that Tylen Wallace is out as well. I mean, injuries obviously are going to add up, but in a game where you have seven starters that don't play special teams, not starting for the day, it's borderline unacceptable to get this kind of performance that we were seeing. There were too many yards that were given up from a special teams perspective in this game. And, you know, in a game where you lose by three, it, it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, absolutely. And that was a big part of the reason why, you know, the Ravens were in tough spots potentially, or especially on defense, like when they had short fields that they had to play against because, you know, whether, I mean, the, offense like getting three and outs and like taking a sack or whatever like that hurts obviously but then when you don't flip the field at all when you punt it and like they get like you know a net of like 12 yards because you know jordan stout just only kicked the ball punt the ball like 30 yards or because they got a 25 yard return on his kick like that really negatively impacts the, the overall game flow and like it, it makes but such a more burden on your defense to try and go out and like limit what the other team can do for when they're already like at their 50 yard line already like that. And that's just, that's just, you know, bad execution. I think, um, you know, I've been critical of Jordan Stout uh, over the past couple of years. He, obviously he had a really big kick in this one. Like that, that the, the one that set up the safety was, that was great. Like, but like he hasn't been consistent with doing that. And he had some bad kicks in this game and the, and the Ravens coverage has not been what it's been in, in years past in these punts. Um, and, the same could go also, you know, aside from the Duvernay return, they have not been also getting much on, on these returns as well. He had that one big one in overtime, which was, you know, should have been probably a game winning play. But aside from that, they really haven't been blocking it up very well either. And like, the, and may, maybe that's, you know, something that will improve over the course of the, of the season. They're getting some new guys in different roles. Um, but for now, like it's, it's the special team is, is not what it needs to be. And, and that's something that I would not expect to see from the Ravens, the team that, you know, year over year is, is consistently very good in special teams. And I'm sure that's something that they're going to have to um, correct because, you know, Harbaugh talked about it after last week's game when they let up the touchdown. He said that they're making mistakes on special teams. 
you'd think that they would come back and correct that, especially in a home game. Well, they didn't correct it, and they made a lot of mistakes, and it led to a loss. Yeah, totally agree. Um, my last hot take, and this isn't exactly where I was planning on going with it, but I think it's, it's, it needs to be said, was that the, the crowning of the Todd Monk and Lamar Jackson offense from after last week might have been getting ahead of ourselves a little bit because this game was a lot of mistakes from both of them, in my opinion. You know, I, I like the fact that they, they gave Lamar some opportunities to run the ball, um, especially, you know, with the weather, you know, players being out, he said, put, we're going to give the ball to you, Lamar. You're going to make the plays. And a lot of senses he did, especially when it came to running the ball. I think there were some really good play designs from that. But they did not pass the ball well in this game at all. It was an ugly passing game. You know, Lamar Jackson took a terrible sack when they were they had the chance to go back and win, and win the game at the end of regular time. Um, that, you cannot make that play. I'm sorry, a six-year veteran quarterback. I understand, you know, the protection broke down. You have to get rid of the ball. Like, you need to get rid of the ball. You have... 25 seconds 30 seconds on the clock you have one timeout left you cannot take a sack there that's that's just like common sense football that's that's a brutal play if they had you know had a couple more plays to try and pick up 10 15 yards that might not have been a 61 yard you know just in field goal attempt that might have been a 55 yard just in a field goal attempt and that would have been um a difference between win and loss is it, potentially make big sack you know the, the the sack fumble earlier in the game when he was in the pocket he, he getting hit, getting hit by you know defender he just has to have better ball security. Like you, you can't be like that loose with the ball in a muddled pocket. I know he did some amazing things getting out of a couple of sacks earlier in this game. Lamar Jackson is a special player. He, and we understand that sometimes that comes with the bad things as well, but if he can't clean up the bad things and if Todd Monken can't clean up some of the play calling things, like I don't know why against one of the worst pass defense units that we've seen in football this year, they were, I think letting up on average like 310 yards per game. The only thing you can do is pass with like five yard, 10 yard passes. You can't, you know, push the ball downfield at all. I don't understand why there's no, I, I know you're out like you're, you're out. Odo Beckham. Okay. You're out one player. You have, we talked about the depth of the Ravens receivers. Use that depth. Use Nelson Aguilar. Use Zay Flowers down the field. It doesn't have to be four yard passes every time. I don't understand why you go from this, like taking, t- uh, you know, shots down the field, taking these like intermediate throws completely went away. Where's Mark Andrews? He wasn't used at all in this game. Like, I don't understand. You're not using your weapons. Like, how how are we seeing one thing that looked so good last week and then it's completely gone this week? It doesn't make sense to me. I don't think there was a single 30-yard from the line of scrimmage in the air pass attempt taken in this game, which is wild given what you, you know, given what you were just saying and the history of what the Colts have been able to do this year on defense from a pass defense perspective. Again, C.J. Stroud and the hapless, like, let's be honest, the wide receiver core for the Houston Texans is not very good, right? This this should have been an air and out game. I don't know if it's bravado about what they thought this offensive line could do as well. Right. It was clear early on in this game that Makari was not holding up, that they were overwhelmed from an offensive line perspective. And the Ravens went in empty how many times? Right. Like, it's just like, you know, some of these things are you, you've got to make. And I think I said it earlier, you got to do the things that are working and you got to you got to do them until they stop them. Right. Um, and the Ravens decided to do the things that they weren't stopping on a regular basis in this game. I totally agree with you. Um, I don't know if it's a little too early to kind of if it's too early for a current coronation but i would say that this is a team that needs to go back to basics when they're faced with adversary advert at adversary uh, is that the right word adversity 
adversity that's the right word we were we were <laughs> out drinking watching the game and i'm upset uh, adversity is the word um but they're, they've got to go back to basics in those situations they're trying to do too much they're 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 not that advanced they're not that developed they're not that in sync whether it's from a receiver an offensive line a quarterback perspective whatever it is um but i agree with you that that we we are hopefully there's room for growth and opportunity but Gee golly, was this one of the more frustrating games than than I've seen the Ravens play in, in quite some time. I mean, it, it's it's just so frustrating because it felt like they had like the win in their grasp so many times and they just they just gave it away. Like oh, time and time again, like whether it was a turnover or a bad play calling or just like failure to execute in these critical situations, you had the opportunity and you just, you know, let it let it drift away. Um and, and the Colts were there. They they didn't give they didn't give up. Like the Colts were they had like one of the ugliest like sequences uh, you can imagine, like where you ha- you're set up, you have you have a a safety in your own, own end zone, and instead of like going out and, and saying oh boohoo, like we just lost the game because we had the safety with only two minutes left, they went out, they stopped the Ravens three and out, they got the ball back, they went down and scored a field goal, and what what could the Ravens do? They they sat on their hands. They 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 were conservative when they needed to be aggressive. They were aggressive when maybe they should have been conservative. It was just mistake after mistake. Um, and they need to get it fixed. They're only playing better teams in the Colts. I mean, I think better teams in the Colts. You know, the the Browns just put up twenty seven points. Um, they look like they're a team that is is hungry to to win. Even though they they lost their their star running back, they're they're not going to be the mess around with. And we'll see what the, the Steelers do tonight. But instead of having a commanding lead in the division, Ravens are now two and one. They're tied atop. The, the, the the ranks so we'll see what happens it's, it's such a disappointing end to the game you know they had it seemed like they even with all the difficulties they're still going to eke it out and, and they just couldn't quite do it so it's 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 really it's really uh sad at least at least the orioles won yeah at least the orioles won well we'll go back and watch there's a lot of emotion a lot of anger a lot of adversary um or even <laughs> adversity here needed on this podcast today, but um, you know, we'll go back and watch and take another look. And, you know, maybe it was a couple just key kind of boneheaded plays that really blew this whole thing up and it, it looked better than it seemed. Um, we'll, we'll be back in with you guys on uh, Thursday or Friday of this week, kind of re going over wh- whether these hot takes were the right ones or not. Um, and kind of making that assessment. So um, you guys can find us on Twitter. He's at Gabe Fergie. I'm at Raven sit room and uh, we're looking forward to having you back in the situation room. Uh, later this week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.